on, you guys? It's Gabby Navey here, and I want you all to go stream my new single, Radio. It's on all streaming platforms, so be sure to go check it out. Thank you guys so much for the love and support always. I love you all from the bottom of my heart, and I'll see you later. Bye, guys! All right, all right, it's me, it's me, the L-E-E-B-O-Y-T-B, here on the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. We got a special guest with us today, but first, I want to talk to my co-host, Prime. Tell the people something, man. What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? Christmas, man. You in the spirit or what? Are you in the spirit? First of all, how are you just going to interrupt my intro, first of all? But yeah, no, it's me, (laughs) P-R-I-M-E, and uh, let's get this thing started. All right, we got a special guest today. I'm going to just refer to her as Black Femininity TV. I want you guys, uh, first off, if you don't know about it, go check it out on YouTube. Go subscribe. She's got some new things coming out soon that I'll definitely, we'll definitely get into a little bit later. But uh, Crystal, say what's up to the people. I'm Crystal. A lot of people don't see my face on my channel. Um, I'm actually going to start ending up, I mean, showing my face on my channel a little more soon. So yeah, I'm Crystal and I am the producer and writer of Black Femininity TV on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, we're so happy to have you here. Um, and yeah, I- I'm sure we're going to get into some great discussions. In fact, we'll talk about some Christmas stuff today. But I wanted to just start off about our quote unquote connection because you threw me in a video, Miss Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Along with, along with some of my castmates, uh, which was hilarious you kind of shouted out my failed rap career and howard university stint which is i love i love i ain't tripping i'd rather somebody else tell the story than me right um but can you just talk to us a little bit about how you you got into covering you know uh, black child stars and people from the past Did you be doing a whole lot of like where'd they go type <laughs> post i'm like damn i made it to the where we go post you know i'm happy about that Yeah. So um, I guess I was always considered a pop culturist. Like I when I was growing up, I loved everything about celebrities. And it's probably because I grew up in the Caribbean and I just thought it was so cool seeing all these people on TV. You know, typically those people don't visit islands. They don't do concerts there. So I would my parents would buy me those pop magazines that you would see in the aisles when you're checking out you know, I just love magazines. And also my parents were, well, well, they're sort of into pop culture, but not really. I don't think Caribbean people care about celebrities like that. But, you know, they loved American music. I grew up on Celine Dion, Mariah Carey and all those people. So, you know, I was drawn to those artists very young and they were also very into movies. So I learned a lot about American Black, black American culture from just watching movies and stuff. We had a very big um, VHS tape collection. So yeah, that's kind of it. How I got started on YouTube, I actually started YouTube when I was, uh, how old was I? But it was 2008, long time ago. It was when, you know, YouTube was really taken off. Okay, I'm a little ashamed to say it, but I used to upload fights that would happen at my school or around the <laughs> neighborhood. Star. One of those, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, and I had was, it was popping, right? That's what's popping in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody had cameras on their phone. I mean, I don't think video cameras on phones were really a thing yet in 2008, but I had a video camera and, you know, my parents knew I loved recording videos and stuff, but they didn't know I was recording fights at school in the neighborhood. (laughs) And we were, we moved to Atlanta and you know, Atlanta, they ratchet. (laughs) So yeah, there was always fights going on in the neighborhood or at school. So I was always there. I was yeah, always hella the footage. Right? Like, Everybody a TV knew. Show up here. Yeah, they knew where to come for the videos. And I used to put it on MySpace, YouTube, everything. But then I was like, okay, this is lame. I'm a little burnt out with the fights. And then um, I had a best friend. We're not friends anymore. But um, we were really into pop culture. And we were like twins, like inseparable. We would wear matching clothes to school, everything. And we were also very heavy into 90s style and stuff. So we would be like kid and play or, you know, any like type of duo. And we would like shoot our own music videos and stuff. So that was like my first introduction to post and pop culture type of stuff to YouTube. And then after our friendship ended, which was like 2010 or 2011-ish, I moved on to uh, something else because I was planning on going to college for like journalism or communications or something. That's what so I, I did. Like, okay. Something lame, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not lame though. Because let me tell you. So I was like, uh, I was like, okay, I need to start doing stuff. My uncle was like, you know, you should intern at V103 or one of those radio stations or try to do something. And I was like, okay. So I was writing articles when I was 15 and 16 years old. And then I went back to YouTube. I started covering celebrity drama and stuff. Like, it's just so insane. I logged into my old YouTube account the other day. And I was like, it's crazy that I was 15 and 16 years old with such a successful channel. I didn't see it as successful because it wasn't monetized at the time. YouTube you know, there wasn't money in YouTube yet because it wasn't owned by Google. So I was just uploading stuff and getting views. I mean, the views were cool and everything. And it was nice to see my videos end up on TMZ or Vlad TV and stuff. But I wasn't making money for it. Not that I wanted money for it, but, you know, I thought it was really cool. Then (laughs) my channel got taken down because of copyright infringement. I don't know if you remember at the 2011 VMAs, Jay-Z and Kanye performed Otis and some guy crashed the stage. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely remember that. Yeah. I downloaded the video from my DVR and I uploaded it to YouTube. Like I was the only source with the video mm. and MTV striked my channel and I couldn't upload for, I think, three to six months. I don't remember how long it was. So I was restricted and then I was like, whatever, I'm not doing this anymore. Then I know it's a long story, but you know, okay, then you good. You, you here on the PMP. This is what we're here for. Go ahead. <laughs> so 2013, well, this is a weird connection to you as well, because Brian Robbins, who was also the creator of all that, and Keenan and Kel and Good Burger and all that stuff, he had a YouTube network called Awesomeness TV. 
So I joined the network and I was making content for them as well. Um, you know, depression hit me and I just quit YouTube as a whole. Like if you go on my social medias between the year of 2013 to 2016, like it's blank. I was MIA, didn't upload anything. And um, I guess age 23 came around and all my friends had graduated college. And I'm like, I'm still here. I didn't even start college yet. I'm working all these bullshit jobs that I don't even want to be here. I don't like my managers. I don't like my coworkers. I don't like the customers. I got in a fight with a customer. Like, I was like, I got to do something. I, I got to do on, something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got into a fight with a customer? <laughs> yeah. And it was self-defense, though. Past that? Oh, well, okay. I mean, okay. it was self-defense. Uh, you know, a customer pushed me and it was on. <laughs> No, but okay, okay. Yeah. I don't like talking about that. That was Yeah, don't like, talk about that. Let's just <laughs> That was a terrible moment. I mean, I didn't get fired. You had to do something with yourself cuz all your friends were graduating. You were like, I need to get back up on this channel cuz after you took a long break and I I can sympathize with that cuz I did you know, something similar between my acting career and what I'm doing now. You saw I did some music and stuff, but you felt like you were in, in um compelled to get back into the game. So uh, what brought you back? So what brought me back was actually my depression. So when I was in therapy, my therapist was like, have you tried adult coloring books? And I was like, no. So, okay, I started coloring. A lot of people, you know, is like embarrassed to say they color, but it's very therapeutic. So I started coloring and then I was like, I would love to create a coloring book for adults that has images of black women. And then I came up with the name black femininity. And that was the name of my coloring book that I published. I'm actually going to discontinue it from Amazon. Uh, I plan on just moving on to new things, but yeah, so um, I came up with the book and then also around that time I started back writing and I was freelance writing. I wrote for, you know, a few different women blogs but a lot of times when I was pitching stories, they would take my whole story verbatim and publish it on the website, no credit, no nothing. So I was like, I'm not working for these blogs anymore. I'm not writing for y'all anymore. So one day I was like, maybe I should just put it on YouTube. I should get back into YouTube. And I love commentary channels on YouTube. I watch Nikki Swift, I watch, man, I watch so many different YouTubers, but a lot of them don't cover the content that I'm interested in or the topics like, where's the nostalgia? Where are the stories about black people? Where are the stories about black women? I wasn't seeing that. So I was like, well, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do those stories on my channel. So I went and bought a microphone and I started the channel. I think it was July 2018, I believe. Yes. And my first video I did was about why people hate Justin Timberlake. Well, well why black people hate Justin Timberlake is because of how he did Janet Jackson, you know, with the whole nipple gate. And he was the one who ripped her shirt and he just left her out there like, yeah, why would she do that? That's so inappropriate. And I was like, yeah, you trash for that. But yeah, I uploaded it. Um, it had like 32 views for two months. Like nothing was happening. 
I was like, whatever. Um, so then I uploaded another video and another video. And I think I had four videos and like, you know, they weren't getting any views, like 30 views, 100 views. That sounds like views. me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was that one video that stuck that made people subscribe to my channel. And I think it's either between my video I did about Wendy Williams, the secret life of Wendy Williams, and the one I did about Jennifer Lopez stealing vocals from Ashanti and different artists. And those two is what made my channel pop off because I went to sleep one night with 30 subscribers. I woke up, then I had 8,000, and then I had 30,000, then 100,000. I was like, what the hell? And all my other videos, it was like a domino effect. They started getting a lot of views and I just continued it from there. And, you know, two years later, I'm happy. I'm proud. I'm happy that I could bring something new to YouTube. I've created a lane for myself. I don't feel like I need to compete with any other YouTubers because nobody's really doing what I'm doing. Yeah, and sorry, that was a long, <laughs> that was a long story. Yeah, that's, but that's, yeah. cool, that's cool. That's a whole segment. No, you got a whole segment. We're gonna talk about the origins of black femininity right there. Like that was amazing. And um, you know, I just love first of all, I, I like the content. We're obviously a nostalgia podcast. Um, I love seeing you know black empowerment, and it seems like you really be riding for our black stars. We we appreciate, it, even though some might feel like it's some shade, like oh, but hey, if you get mentioned on Black Femininity, make sure you uh, give her a shout out, man. She's showing love. You heard it straight from here. She's in love with the culture, so that's all that matters. Uh, so thank you so much for shine, you know, bringing a um, a light to you to me and to some of my castmates, but then even bigger than that just black culture and femininity um you know because the women our women need we got some talented women here that really mm -hmm. see go by the wayside and you highlight that quite a bit on the channel i love the uh the recent one you did about black actresses that could have been singers uh i didn't even know yeah. that about uh, the young lady from uh, bronx tale uh to yeah uh, what to is real Terrell Hicks, yes, I didn't want to say it wrong, but yeah, she's obviously we was in love with her from the beginning, but I didn't even know she could sing like that. Lord, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, um, she had great production. I think she had a great team. Um, Hype Williams were, was directing her videos, like she had it all, but it didn't work out. Missy, you said, and uh, Chad Hugo, the whole uh, Virginia connection, like you can't do much better, man. She had the look too, like she was killing it, yeah. Um, she was killing it, but yeah, we got to celebrate our sisters. Prime, what'd you like from the channel, man? I know you uh, checked out a couple. I did, but just real quick, I don't know how uh, Tatiana Ali's people didn't get her to do Make Up Your Mind as an actual song. Like, that would have been a hit, but mm -hmm. well, things happen. I think at that time, she wasn't taking music seriously yet. Okay, okay. Um, I think um yeah from what i said in my video it was will smith that was encouraging him i mean encouraging her i was like you know i think you know this show is ending you should really try this out i mean had they released it as a single i think it would have really did good off the strength of you know fresh prince of Bel Air. yeah uh but just real quick one more thing about the, the channel and everything i really do enjoy the thumbnails as well thumbnails gets uh, people's attention as well as the titles but the thumbnails is like you spend time on the thumbnails unless you just get it from google but nah seriously you really yeah. do, i like that. i really like the thumbnails so. 
the thumbnails yes so um i kind of like the simple look you know like a, a screenshot from a clip of something mm-hmm. i like that so i mean it probably takes me like 10 minutes maximum to do a thumbnail i have the image in my head and then i just crop it and then probably paste some extra pictures on there but i like the simplicity i don't really like people that have well I ain't trying to talk crap about, you know, other channels, but I just don't like words on, you know, thumbnails and stuff. It kind of looks tacky. I think uh, people, people just like a a straightforward image. We can see the title on YouTube. We don't need you to put a whole description and title in the thumbnail. Okay. All right, you heard it. Food. You heard it first. Tips from a uh, Black Femininity TV because you know they be throwing it around. Make sure you have all the description in the picture and all that. But I, I kind of yeah, yeah. I put words sometimes just because people scrolling. They don't um like sometimes I don't read the title. I just look at the picture. Sometimes I'm scrolling through. So I think that's why I put it sometimes. But it's understandable why you don't put the words. Well, it depends. I mean, I don't mind. Um, you know uh a little title in the thumbnail excuse me i think if 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 the title in the youtube bar is already long it's gonna get cut off at some point you know it's gonna be like the three dots so if you just put you know like three words in the thumbnail that's that sells it because it's like in a nutshell be like okay so this is this is what it's gonna be about there is multiple uh, Christmas episodes in general, but Fresh Prince, they had six seasons, so I'm pretty sure they had like six Christmas episodes. But do you have, just real quick, before we even get into everything, do you have a favorite Christmas episode, Fresh Prince? I really don't remember any Fresh Prince. I mean, well, I know the show, but I don't remember any Christmas episodes, to be honest. Oh, they got some good ones, I would say. They got, um, yeah, I mean, what, which one's your favorite, Brian? I like the really not. I like the one where they get robbed. It's just they go to like a ski resort or something. And um, is this where he has to play pool to get out of it? Uh, no, it's not nobody's fault. Well, technically, it's it's their fault. And this dude is uh stuck outside because it's cold. It's a blizzard. He's like, he's like, I'm I'm cold. Let me in. They're like, Will's like, no, we're not letting nobody in. They let him in because they feel bad. And uh, he he robs them basically. That's it. So I don't know why I like that one, but I guess that's the ones that they play all the time, even not during Christmas. That's probably why. I think I remember that one. Yeah, Crystal, what was Sony uh, your favorite TV show episodes as far as Christmas? It gotta be Martin. They have I don't even know how much Christmas episodes they have, but I don't know. I don't even know if this one is a Christmas episodes, but episode but they were like stuck at a bus station or something because it was snowed in and they were like fighting with all these people Uh at the bus stop there was another one i think they participated in the big brother program and they were being so (laughs) rude to children and then there was another i got a question real quick real quick Uh uh-huh they say that's where that's where his job is is that the big brother uh thing his Who's job? job? Tommy. Tommy's job. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it gotta be Tommy. <laughs> I mean, well, he was the one who convinced uh, Martin to even do the program. Mm, but that would make sense. Gems. Okay. 
Prime always dropping knowledge. Okay, thank you, Prime. <laughs> I think another one you're forgetting is the one where he um he I forgot what happens, but he doesn't like Christmas at first, and then something happens at the end. He's like just giving gifts to everybody, even Pat. Martin. I what, yes. Like he he gave some fresh J's that he just bought to like a kid, a random kid. That I think that's the Big Brother um episode. That is when they did the maybe. Big Brother program. Maybe I maybe. think so. Are you so you talked about Atlanta a little bit? Are you are you still around the area? Did you live there? Are you are you there now? Or can you speak on it? Uh no, I don't live there anymore. I hate Georgia. Um, I actually live in Houston, Texas now. I've been here since uh I think. 2015 ish i just i don't know i i do not like georgia at all see we just went there i loved Atlanta. i'm just a, a ratchet kind of i guess i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no i like visiting and hanging out <laughs> the strip clubs are very good but uh i don't feel like they have a very good social life because even when I, I took my friend there we went on a trip to afropunk and Afropunk let out at 11 o'clock. So we went downtown to see what else we could get into. Oh, the lights were off. I didn't see nobody walking. It was Saturday oh. night. Even yeah. Magic City, the parking lot wasn't even full. I was like, what's going on? But here in Houston, like, it's always people walking up and down the streets at all times, all hours of the night. It's a better social life here. Also, See, I, got, I got kids, so I'm just sleep. So I'm, I'm washed. I don't got I don't do none of that. <laughs> but also, you yeah. gonna say <laughs> it's just way too country, like outside <laughs> of Atlanta itself. There's really nothing to do It's very rural. And I don't like it. It's just not a place I would live. And it's very uh, far apart. I feel like everything is 30 miles from each other. It is. Mm. The buses stop running after a certain point. There also aren't many jobs because the whole time I lived there, I never had a job. I never did an interview ever. I filled out so many applications. And <laughs> Wait, I, no. I didn't. <laughs> they was hating on you, Crystal. That's why you don't like it. Man, it was hating on you. Why are they hating on you so bad? <laughs> Man, and I'm not trying to knock anybody because a job is a job, but they got so much grown people working teenage jobs. That's why I couldn't get a job. I went to an open interview at McDonald's and there was nothing but grown people in there. I was like the youngest person. I was like, well, damn. They got 30 yeah. years experience here at McDonald's. Like, how am I going <laughs> to I can't. Oh, I filled man. out so many applications. I can't tell you how many. I even walked into doors like, hey, are y'all hiring? I got open availability. Never did an interview for all the years I lived there. So that's hilarious. See, I, see, Chris, I want to talk a little bit about that time because you said that you are so in love with the '90s, um, at least the the culture of the TV shows and the stars. And I heard you and Prime talking a little bit about people were more offline. Um, from my experience, you know, from auditioning. I used to hate always going in being like the badass kid that was cursing up a storm. And those were the type of roles that I was always typecasted as. I don't know why. I just, maybe they just thought it was funny that I was like a cute kid with a potty mouth. I don't know. Um, but what do you have to say about, you know, the stereotypes that you used to see then and how things have changed now? And um, 
you know, just how we're basically represented on TV and in movies. Yeah, man. So that's another video. This is a sensitive topic, but I've been sitting on it for a, a long time. One thing that always used to bother me, um, it still bothers me when I watch old shows, is just how I would not even black women, but how dark skinned women were treated. Like, you know how Martin used to refer to Pam as like an animal mm. and stuff. I, I didn't like that. And, you know, even as a little girl watching it, I was like, mm. and it's not that I was taught what colorism was like. This is what colorism is. Yeah. That's one thing that's always it- bothered me was how, how dark skinned girls were viewed. Yeah. Right. And uh, is, I, I'm guessing that's a big inspiration for your channel and bringing positive light to sisters. And, uh, you know, because, you know, I'm dark skinned. I'm, you know, I, I felt a little, you know, I didn't go up against the Taj Maoris back in the day. And, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. seeing the trajectory of what things that I was, uh, what I would progress in versus with uh, someone like, say, F. Gary Gray might progress in. Um, and, you know, I, I I would just say there were certain roles out there for me, right? Like I remember doing really well in certain roles and it just speaks to a little bit of the colorism. So I'm, I'm glad you're bringing a, a light to it. I did see you had a video on that topic. Do you plan to do more on the topic? Yeah, I do. Um, some some things is kind of hard for me to um, make videos about because a lot of topics I talk about is is usually about things that, I was affected by and I'm still recovering as an adult. So some topics I try to stray away from, like a lot of people like, oh, why didn't you talk about this? It's a shame you didn't make a video on this. I feel like y'all got to understand. Sometimes I'm trying to protect my peace. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the, I don't have the mental capacity sometimes to talk about certain topics. So yeah, I am going to, I... Man, I have been sitting on a video about how dark-skinned women were portrayed um, in television and in media. And then we got people, my best friend, Tyler Perry. A lot of people think I hate him. I just hate his his content. I, he sticks to the stereotypes. Oh, he sticks I to the stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, you know, like the, the roughneck, dark-skinned baby daddy be treating the mom <laughs> wrong. And then some light-skinned dude comes and saves the movie. He takes her in with all the kids. I'm like, why are you doing this? And then why in every movie Black women are suffering? And it's just so melodramatic. Like, um, at the end of the movie, she gets HIV. Or mm, yeah, the I, son I gets one, murdered yeah, yeah. or shot. <laughs> I feel like, damn, why, can we get something else, please? Oh. Like, I don't go to the movies to sit and watch trauma. I don't like trauma porn. I want to leave with a good feeling. Maybe he's different. You know, he has his core audience. They know what they like. But me, I don't need to relive certain things on TV. I'm just saying. So I'm not in the minority and thinking that the Medea movies are not good or funny, right? Oh, you're not the only one. I think his okay. audience okay. now is pretty much white or black people <laughs> 45 and up because oh they love God. the media stuff. White that, folks love yeah. the media stuff. And just seeing how black people like in the 45 and up, uh, you know, demographic, like they be falling out laughing. And I'm like, damn, is that funny? <laughs> is yeah. really that good? Hey, I, ain't gonna lie. I think it is 
funny. Um, I I wouldn't like be a proponent like telling people go watch that new Medea. Um, but I probably check it out with the family if they have it on. And there's some certain funny parts, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the same with y'all. It's not really for me. That's not somebody that I big up except for his business. Obviously, you know, you want to give him his flowers mm-hmm. and his kudos for what he's able to do as far as keeping black people employed. But um, yeah, man, we you know. Especially as Darcy brothers, I'm gonna go ahead and hop on the bandwagon. You know, let us get, let me slide in there, Tyler. I could do something positive. <laughs> yeah, you could be sitting and watching. Uh, if Medea come on, I'm walking out the room. I don't. I'm oh, see. I, I man, I keep telling people, and y'all need to bookmark me. Tyler Perry is going to buy BET because mm, he's already in partnership it. with them. On um, BET, all they show now, they upgraded from showing Baby Boy and Waist Deep every day to showing Tyler Perry stuff. Like, all every time I'm scrolling through the TV, it's Diary of a Mad Black Woman, Tyler Perry's Big Happy Family, all this stuff. And then also, he has that partnership with their app where they yeah, exclusively, um, you know, stream his shows and stuff. So I'm like, I could see him buying it. And the minute he buys BET, like, let me tell you, I'm done. I've been kind of done with BET, but I've been holding out hope that, you know, they can go back in the direction that they used to be in. But they're so far gone right now. If they let Tyler Perry take over, I'm throwing in the towel. Like, I always, I still hold out hope that I could host like a 106 and Park type of show. You could. But yeah. I, I don't feel like it's gonna be on BET. They focus more on gospel and and nonsense now. I'll be honest. Well, I don't know if you saw Bow Wow just put out a statement that he wants to get a, a corner office. He wants to hire yeah, you. If he don't, he wants to hire Black femininity to 106 and Park. <laughs> hey, bring Mr. 106 and Park back, man. Bring back the. Uh, is, is that better than Tyler? That's not better than Tyler. Mr. Just, Bow Wow has Bow wow. his legacy just, by just being a cornball. Like, I was <laughs> fine with him on 106 and Park because I was like, you know, he's really good at this hosting stuff. But all the other stuff, like lying about private jets and luxury mm. cars, hey, I'm like, you're really thing. killing your legacy. Come on. Uh, I don't know. And the last time I heard about him, I think it was like earlier this year. He was threatening to slap Wendy Williams. I was like, sir, (laughs) Wendy be talking about everybody. Like, who cares? It's like, who cares? And the stuff she was talking about, he actually did. So I'm like, you really mad? You the one that did it. I can't believe you brought up a Bow Wow reference on here with confidence. But we was talking about BET. We was talking about 106 in part. It is. Okay, why oh, you can't bring up AJ and Free? Why you had to bring up Bow Wow? Yeah, and him it's naming recent it. recent news. This is news, right? This is what we, we talked about. said that? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, it's recent news. Just yesterday or the day before, he said that he wants to get an office. He's actually like vying for a job at BET. So, yeah, just go just go mm-hmm. check it out. You know, I'm, you know, I'm in these streets. I'm in these media takeout streets, Brian. Get, get out. <laughs> Media takeout? People still. I don't know. I don't know if it was on MTU. I don't know if it was on there. I'm just lying. (laughs) Nah, I I don't understand why he gave himself the Mister 106 title, because you aren't even on there that long. I'm be honest, and and he wasn't he wasn't there from the beginning. When I think of 106 and Park, I think about Free and AJ. Although they left after five six years, you know they still were a staple. I love their way of hosting. 
they they were really about this journalism stuff. They were mm. their interviews. 106 and Park had some of the best interviews. They had some of the best performances. And after they left, I won't say it fully fell off because I think Big Tigger and Jaleesa did a great job. But Terrence and, okay, Terrence and Roxy, they're fine. And then they had all these people on there. I, I don't even know their names. The only person I know is Bow Wow. But they had all these different hosts. Was they had like, like four different Simmons hosts. On there? Was oh, Angela Simmons on there as a host with Bow Wow? I probably later? stopped watching. I think Bow Wow was just auditioning his girlfriends on there, like whoever See, he wanted yeah, to bring. Tyrone, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on up here, Mrs. 106 in Park. Look, remember he kissed Tyrone there? That was a big moment, though. You can't deny that. Look, I was just jealous. That's, maybe that's why I like Bow Wow. So Tyrone would kiss anybody, let's be honest. <laughs> Tyrone's very. What happened to her? What happened to Tyrone? <laughs> I'm gonna just keep my comment to myself. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I almost said something protect, rude. Protect the brand. Protect the brand. I love Tyra, right. <laughs> but we got to talk about her one day. Thank you so for cool. having me because I freaking love all that. And you know, I had oh, to do dope. a special yeah. edition, all that. Um, where are they now, cast or whatever? Because I think, I mean, no shade to the rest of the cast, but who really shined to me as a kid? We're the black kids. Because mm. I saw myself. You know, yeah. I will give them credit there. Like, you know, we, they really let us be ourselves, especially me, because I'm going to say, I say it all the time. I really didn't have a whole lot of talent other than just being myself and people uh, found some appeal to that. And so they yeah. allowed me to shine in, uh, you know, as Leroy and Fuzz, as uh, opposite Coach Creighton. Uh, every once in a while, I put on a character with Repair Boy, but in a lot of ways, they just embra- embraced who I was and and uh, let me be myself. So much appreciated. All that provided, you know, diversity, not just all that, but Nickelodeon. I got, you know, we had um, Keenan and Kel, Cousin Skeeter, all those cool ass shows. It's a, it's a shame, you know, they don't exist like that anymore. I feel like we don't have representation these days. It's more like tokenism. So, you know. Prime, you want to go ahead and wrap it up? What you got to? What you got for us? Uh, I just want to let you know. Tell everybody where they can find you at first, if they, you know, they're just not on YouTube or whatever. Just let everybody know where to find you. Just on YouTube, Black Femininity TV. Um, three eyes, one M, two Ns. If it's hard, you gotta to learn. Spell you gotta know how to spell a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I forget it all the time, but no. Three I's, one M, two N's. Femininity. Okay. Black Femininity okay. TV on YouTube. Okay. Go check out that trailer for her uh, her new TV series she has coming up on YouTube. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to tune in. And I'm just going to go ahead and binge the rest of your videos because they're very, very entertaining. And uh, yeah, you get, get to learn a few things. I learned a lot with just that one that one that I watched earlier. And uh, so thanks again, Miss Crystal, Miss Black Femininity. And uh, yeah, PMP. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Lee Boy, Lee Boy TV. You know where to find me at Lee Boy TV on Instagram, YouTube, uh, also on Twitter. I'll be on there a little bit messing with Star. What's up, Star? Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Check me out. Also, I want you guys to check out my T Public store. Uh, you can get some masks on there. If you got the new iPhone, you can go ahead and get you a case. 
uh, whatever you need uh, for Christmas. It's right around the corner. So show your boys some love. Right now, I'm wearing the prolific, prolific as F T. Go check out uh, Naked Truth Clothing as well. Uh, Prime. Speaking of black shirts, I do got my for the culture shirt on because hey. we had a uh, black feminist. So I wanted to like have a, a culture shirt on. Uh, I almost wore that shirt, but I was like, I don't know how this white gonna look on like with the background. So I was like, I, I, I get the black. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you can uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at kvng prime time. Um, I got something new on the way. You know, some mm, the words. What you got? Uh, I, I'm I'm I got a new podcast. Just about nothing, pretty much. Like I just talking. It's called Prime Conversations, and um, it might or might not be available by the time this comes out. Don't know yet. But um, yeah, just be on the lookout for it. And yeah, just stay tuned and follow the podcast at Prime Nostalgia Pod. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? Nah, man. I mean, we talked a little bit about Christmas shows, so you guys uh, make sure you guys rewind to that part and then get the rest for Black Femininity. That was fun. <laughs> okay, okay. That was well, fun. From Lee Boy, from Crystal, from me, I'm going to say prime time is all the time, and yeah.